Welcome to episode 60 of the Eye of Terror podcast. I'm George. And I'm Alec. And we play 40K. Lots of stuff has happened in the world of Games Workshop in the last four weeks. Most of it dealing with Age of Sigmar. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, there's been a couple uh, of things. There's been a few things. There's been the Imperial Knights release. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which which we haven't gotten. No. No. And then, uh, excitingly, there's Kill Team that's coming up. Yes, I think which we are both excited for. Super excited. Uh, whatever happened to Shadow War Armageddon? <laughs> um, it was sniped out of existence. I don't. <laughs> it was. You know what? It was a. It was a, the thing we played. Bef- I think after seventh, but before eighth. Yeah, because we weren't excited about seventh anymore. Anymore. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Okay, but first off, let's start off as always with with hobby progress. Uh, the only thing I've been working on is um, just I finished the Night Armager base. I just decided to add more stuff to it, so that's not exciting to talk about. I added a skull, which is important to any any well, model in the 40K universe. Course. Added a little skull. And then I've picked up the Death Guard again, so I'm working on the Tally Man and uh, working on him. And then also finishing or trying to work on, on the Blood Angels aggressors. But progress has been very, very slow. Mm. Um I've been on these long conference calls, and that's when I tend to pick up the paint pots. And while I'm on these long conference calls, mm-hmm. I'll I'll paint. Yeah, yeah. With like you know when you have those conference calls, they have like three or four different people, and they all like need yeah, to say yeah, things. Yeah, they need to say they, things. There's like yeah, speeches yeah. and stuff. Sure. And you know that's gonna be that kind of call. Yeah. Like I'll like you know like oh yeah please explain and then <laughs> I'll be painting, and they don't know. It's not yeah, like yeah, a yeah, of, course, of course. <laughs> So, yeah. So if you're on a conference call with me, there's a good chance I'm painting <laughs> while you're talking. I, I guarantee you that I guarantee you the five or six other people on that call are doing something, something else. Similar, something else. Something else. Exactly. Yeah, they're doing something else. Checking their email. Yeah. Or reading the paper. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. So not 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 a lot done. Kind of looking forward to uh, painting some maybe some new terrain. But we'll get into the kill team stuff in a second. Uh, next thing. Do you want to talk a little bit about the status of Hell's Reach, the uh, the YouTube series? It's still going strong, it's man. Still going strong. So as of um, a, a few hours ago, uh, Richard Boyle, and we're recording this on a Sunday night. Yep. Um, he just let his fans know that he is going to quickly be releasing or soon be releasing episode 12 in this longstanding series. I got to say, having been there from the beginning, I'm not as crazy about the last couple of episodes that have really started to use more colors and 3d models mm. you know how the first episode started off black and white yeah. black and white very impressionistic you know look, look like pencil drawing very stylized stylized animation that was really rough but also just just perfectly suited to this sort of grim dark the sin know. the sin city of 40k yeah kind of kind of and but when you certainly start, start looking like uh dawn of war yeah you know characters yeah I, I agree. It, it's, it just it something gets lost. Like the artistic part of it gets lost, and and trying to look more realistic or more three D realistic to it's, me, it just, kind of creates a little bit of a because it doesn't look as good as a video game. Yeah, right. You, you kinda, it doesn't look as good as a movie. The the stylistic that's the black and white stylistic element both creates a sense of distinctness, and that oh, this is a very distinct work. Yes, uh, and you can separate it in your mind for everything else. And it compensates for whatever uh, supply. Like the guy's super talented, super so talented. It, but he's doing it on his own. 
Yeah, I like, mean, look, and he's making a lot of directing choices, which I think are all like amazing directing choices because the action is fantastic, the oh, pace yeah. is great. He knows exactly when to bring in certain lines of dialogue and other. So there's a, all that's still the same. That's all fantastic. Yeah. So the guy's clearly a very talented director, and from the beginning, you know, we saw this was a great series, but the decision to go color and to do 3D models, I think, is detracting from these later episodes. I agree. Yeah. If you have not yet caught up with Hell's Reach or sort of watching it, uh, Richard Boylan, the creator, has put the first 10 episodes as a, as like a one long video. And that's a great opportunity to watch the series. It's it, Yeah. Well, look, I, I gave it, I think, just like a strong recommendation. Like, you should really watch this. The, we're critiquing, like, you know, just some stylistic things in the last couple episodes. Yeah. But overall, it's a must-see if you, if you, I agree. If you love 40K. If you're, if you're a 40K fan. Which yeah, presumably, and if you've heard us before talk about yeah, you, it. Yeah, so you know, you, uh, you, you're probably, you probably are either, you're either going to watch it or you're not at this point, so. Right. If you've heard this uh, before. <laughs> you so. heard us talking about it before, yeah. right. But it's absolutely worth worth um, talking about. Okay, so uh, the big news is that uh, this Kill. week, uh, team. pre-orders went up for um, Kill Team. Yeah. And we're excited. Combat-based. Hey, it has a different dynamic. It's uh you, your turn, my turn, kind of like switching, alternating, alternating action sequences, kind of like Infinity and other more modern skirmish-based games. Do you mean model? model? Uh, I don't know yet because I haven't read the rules what, yet. What you, I, I've watched a couple of YouTube videos of people who got the rules. Because your, like your turn, my turn is just 40K. <laughs> yeah, it's not your turn, my turn. It's, uh, it's you go, I go kind of thing, like switching off. There's an initiative system, apparently. Oh, so it's the, there's an order to how the yes. mod... Yes. Okay, all There's right. an order that goes back and forth. Uh, like, you have a series of action. Like, depending on your initiative, certain units uh, will go first. It might be kind of like D&D. You know how you roll for initiative in D&D? &D and yeah, then, yeah, you know, yeah, Depending yeah. on where you are in the initiative yeah. roll, okay. that's how you go. That could be I it. think something like that. Uh, there's some there's some rules that give you a little bit of an advantage. Like, like if you ready your weapon during, a, during an action phase, instead of moving, you ready yourself you're going to be able to shoot first. So there's mm -hmm. like things. I, I, again, I, I'm speaking out of turn because I have not read the rules yet. So I understand there's a lot of similarities to 40K rules, but there's also a lot of tweaks to them. Mm. Okay. Like I think shooting and hitting things is like harder to do in this in this rule set. Sure. Which would that make sense. sense. Because, you know, you have only like five. You have like, yeah, five like small squads. So <laughs> exactly. If you want to make them last. Exactly. Exactly. Make the game less. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm I'm very excited for it. I'm glad everyone, uh, all of the armies are getting their own unique flavor as yeah. expected, um, and that they're including. They seem including. Has anyone been um, pushed out? What do you mean? Like, how many factions are we dealing with? Because I have, think there's sixteen to begin with. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so really it's going to be a, a pretty extensive um, uh, list. Go visit the Games, Work, Games Workshop uh, site. They've got yeah. way more information that we can give you. But uh, next week, um, they're going to be releasing the Kill Team starter set, which is the full 208-page core manual, two sets of models for your initial Kill Teams, the Adeptus Mechanicus and Gene Steelers, Gene Steeler Colt Neophytes, mm. <laughs> plus... Yeah. A bunch of Sector Imperialis new terrain, and that terrain looks amazing. It does look very good. It it you know what 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 old Space Marines are to Primaris Marines, this new terrain is to the old terrain. It's just way more detailed. It just it just it's a slightly bigger scale. It looks awesome. Lo I I love it. 
Yeah. It's going to be hard. I have, we already have tons of terrain, you know, like I don't yeah, think I've got have, more room. Have, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's crowding up the place right now because we have so much 40k so stuff. Much stuff, but, uh, I am tempted by this terrain cause it looks amazing. And then the paint job that whoever at uh, games workshop painted it, did Tell an you, amazing got, job. you got, you got to get rich so you, so you can get more space for all your models. <laughs> I, I need a, I need to get a bigger house so that I can build, put more stuff, more 40k stuff. Something. Also available is a, an exciting kill team tape measure for those of you who are oh. still using rulers. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. The kill uh, team tape measure. Two sets of kill team dice. Okay. Uh, well, oh, are they special dice that you need for the game? No, um, not really. I think it looks like there's a D, there's two D10s and then six D6s in there. So if you, so basically if you have D&D dice, then, you, you're, then good. you're good. Or a nap, then you're right, good. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. Then you're good. Yeah, one is in Space Wolves colors, and the other one is in um, Orcs colors, which is black and white, which is not a big deal. Orcs colors in black and white? That's look at the, look at the dice. They're in black and white. There's baby blue, baby blue. It looks, space, it looks, it looks more. Space it looks Wolves. more gold. With that? Yeah. No, you you you're, are you turning this dice into like the gold dress, blue dress conundrum? Those those dice are black with white. No, no, dots. no, 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 no. Yeah, no, the the white looks gold to me. Oh, no, it looks tan to me. It doesn't tan. even look white. It looks tan. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's all right. I, I, I wasn't saying the black was gold. Oh, right. For a second there, I thought we were no. doing blue dress, gold dress thing. Yeah, no, that's not. <laughs> Let's not do that. Please, no. Right, I good. can't. After that and the, what is it, Yanni Laurel thing, I can't. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that came in. We, we just, we, the people just make fads so like like make like make things out of the just goofiest stuff i know uh meme culture is now just like it's just it's minutiae tire, getting tiresome it, it it's it's yeah. it's it's minutia. it's over nothing it's, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't get it i know whatever um also available is a core manual if, if you don't like i uh, honestly i'm not that tempted by the core set the whole big starter set because a well we already got we already got uh the skatari and, and we have we're tons not, of terrain. If we're gonna start a neo, if we're gonna start like Gene Steeler Cult, we'd probably get the starter box for Gene Steeler Cult. For Gene Steeler Cult, exactly. Um, so yeah, we can buy the train separately. The rules will be. Um, are the rules gonna be online or are they? Uh, they're no, they're gonna sell them. It's okay. a two hundred eight page, you know, two, manual. Two hundred eight. Because I think seventeen pages of that are the rules. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. the rest are all, are all factions, sure. factions, and okay. backstories and. Uh, probably missions as well it, it and remember this is kind of an rpg thing so that RPG. you can well meaning that meaning that you can you know upgrade your units over time like they you can, can make campaigns yeah and okay. they can be experienced and yeah, which will yeah. give people bonuses and all kinds of attributes and stuff so it isn't like a you can play it just once like a like truly a skirmish game or you can create campaigns where you know kill teams go on and people might die over time but sure that would be cool to play kind of like a D&D type of, of campaign. It would be cool. I get a feeling we're never going to do it. No, but it would be cool. Because we need more people. We need more people. And, uh, and we have yeah. no friends. We have no friends. <laughs> it's a little... Right. So so you're right. We're never going to do it. Um, we're very lonely. Right. We just... Yeah. All we do is play 40K. But that's all we need. Uh, also available are Kill Team data cards. Uh-huh. Yep. Handy blank cards. That allow you to what? note down your team members' details for quick reference while you play. Um, I don't think I want blank cards. I have I have a notes I function want, I on want, my on my phone, and I have yeah. 
paper. I'm sure there's other stuff in there besides blank cards, but I don't know. It says I don't know about that blank cards. So I'm probably not picking up a set of that, those cards. Yeah. Um. Though there's going to be some initial separate kill teams you can buy to play with different factions, just like Shadow Spire. Shadow Spire has become like this huge thing. Like it's easy to get into. The play mechanics are great, and this is not the same mechanics as Shadow Spire, Age of Sigmar, you know, skirmish based game. But the general, you mean the what the gang the gang warfare one? No, not Necromunda. Not Necromunda. No, yeah, forget my Necromunda. Necromunda is old news now. <laughs> Don't if you're playing Necromunda, forget Go. it. You're out of it. <laughs> That's yesterday's news. Okay, I guess we're kill uh, teams a new thing. Kill things new. out of the way. <laughs> we're now at war man. with East Asia. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Shadow Spire is like the hot game in the Age of Sigmar universe where people are building these little factions of, you know, little kill teams, basically, of different uh, oh, okay. fantasy factions. So, yeah, it's... Uh, and it combines cards and miniatures. It's kind of like Magic the Gathering meets, you know, um, combat... Skirmish-based skirmish. game, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, okay. There are going to be two kill team sets available. There's going to be... Krog Skulls Boys, a five, a set of five Orc Burna Boys that come with tactics and mission, data cards for each model, tokens, and then the Sector Mechanicus Galvanic Servo Haulers. Those are those cool cranes that um, are awesome. And then yeah. there's going to be uh, a Space Wolf set, the Fangs of Ulrich. Adeptus Astartes Primaris Reavers, five models, data cards, two mission cards, 13 Adeptus Astartes Tactics cards, eight-page booklet, a sheet of tokens, and then scenery in the form of Sector Mechanicus Alchemite Stacks. Okay. Yeah. There's also going to be separate Kill Zone Sector Mechanicus terrain. Yeah. Which we saw before. It's the same terrain that was available in the... Um, in the Shadow War stuff. Shadow War Armageddon box yeah. set, which is great. Great terrain. We, yeah. uh, in fact, it's probably so. my favorite terrain of the terrain now, that we built. Great can mean the person who has achieved oh my God. That's Alexa constantly interrupting us. Right. Thanks, thanks, Alexa. Thanks, thanks for that. Thanks, thanks. Okay. Needed that right now in the middle of our uh, middle of our podcast. I, she always does that. It's creepy. It's weird. Well, I, I mean, they're always they're, there's no privacy. They're always listening. No, we have a conversation. Um, yeah, I know. I, I was I was lectured. I was told that I need to cover up all my cameras on my. It's not um, enough. On, it's there, not enough. It's not enough. You need to cut out talk. the chip that's already in your head. <laughs> Take that out first, man. <laughs> man. <laughs> uh, also available is a snazzy kill team squad carry case for twenty mm. miniatures. Pass. I don't need that. Yeah, that's fine. It's fine. Um, everything's available to pre-order now on the Game Workshop site. It'll be available starting on Saturday of next week. So get your orders in now. I have a feeling that the box set is probably going to sell out. Shadow War sold out quickly um, because of the terrain. It was such a great value. I don't know what the price is going to be. In fact, let's. Well, actually, why don't we take a look? Let's see what the prices of these things are going to be. Let's pretend we're pre-ordering it. Oh, here it is. The Kill Team Starter Collection, which includes the Kill Team Starter Set, the case, and the data cards, is 180 bucks. 
just the the kill okay. team box by itself the starter the starter set the kill team box has the terrain the two the, the mechanicus and uh, gene stealer yeah. armies 180 130 130 oh 130 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the kill teams okay. the smaller kill teams the orcs and the space wolves are $60 each mm-hmm. the core manual is going to be $40 each mm-hmm. the case is 35 and then you've got various terrain options anywhere between 100 to 35 dollars um so yeah so that's what's up right now up for pre-ordering games workshop gonna get the core core manual and i think that's it <laughs> because we have sure. everything else i mean we have terrain and we've got you know factions and armies to you know yeah. thro- throw necrons versus we, get, we can we can we can pick more. up the terrain individually pieces we want when they um after someone people are gonna resell them so you're right so yes i mean if you want to be you know crafty about this craft you may want to look on the ebay or other places and uh once people start um opening up those 130 dollars boxes they're probably going to sell some stuff yeah so you can pick up some stuff on the jeep if you want to do it that way or you can be a good a good citizen games workshop citizen a good games workshop citizen <laughs> and place your orders through gamesworkshop.com or your friendly local game store yeah there yeah, you yeah. go and pay full price well, all right. <laughs> exactly. Well, all right. <laughs> but looking forward to Kill Team. Uh, eighth edition is a lot of fun, and there's a lot of things to do in eighth edition. And we have yet to, you know, um, finish all the stuff that we can do in eighth edition. But this is going to be a nice welcome diversion yeah. from everything else. Uh, honestly, uh, I saw a, doc- a, a doc- not documentary, a, um, an editorial on Fayette 2 and 2 about how Games Workshop has been ignoring 40K. Uh, a little bit, a little bit. I mean, it's it's been. I mean, there's been a lot of Sigmar stuff, and yep. I mean, in terms of in yeah, terms it's of, been the year of been, Sigmar. There's been, a, there's been a trickle of there's been like it's kind of like a small trickle of models and some rules stuff, um, but for the most part, I like the story has been. I don't I don't know what's happening with the story anymore. I don't know where that's gone. I don't think I don't think it's significantly advanced. Uh, yeah, honestly. which is, ever since the big event, ever since KDFL, fell, and then I think they, and, I think they're afraid Goldman's, to push any sort of button. I think they might be afraid right. to be like, uh, right. where do we go from here? Uh, well, you know, I don't think anything's going to happen this year. I think probably 2019 is going to be more changes. Hopefully 2019 will be the... Well, 2019 is going to be great because Sisters of Battle and Plastic yeah. are finally going to arrive. If they if they alternate between years, that'd be good. Of course, I mean, it could be that... How, do we know the sales figures for uh, 40K versus uh, Sigmar? Uh, I, so 40K still outsells um, Sigmar, but okay. Sigmar has done incredibly well. And then if you include uh, smaller games like Shadow Spire as part of those sales, then it's done really, really well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they've they've done a ton of Sigmar models. And in fact, they just released uh, the Age of Sigmar Rules version 2, you know, it, uh, the second edition, mm-hmm. as it were. They just, that, that rule set just kind of just came out. So, no, it, the decision to go from Warhammer Fantasy to Age of Sigmar was an incredibly great decision by Games Workshop. Despite what all the... Remember how everybody were burning their old models and yeah. <laughs> all the all the grognards were like, I'll never play. It's fine, it's fine. Stabbed in the back. Blah, fine, blah, blah, financially, blah. it served them very well. Yep. Yeah, and, uh, and they ended up with a better game, with better models, with a more involved and younger, uh, you know, group of fans that are way more engaged. I, yeah. I, I, I can't speak to the rules difference, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, in, term, in terms of just... Yeah, this financial decision and engaging new players. Yeah, that was the that was the way to go. Yeah, Games Workshop, you know, kept its lead in facing the competition of all of these major games like X Wing, right? Yeah, and then all these other small, you know, uh, combat based games like you know Infinity and stuff and Malifaux. They 
they adapted very, really well, learned from uh, their competitors, mm-hmm. and decided to evolve rather than die. Mm-hmm. So good for them, good for them, and, yeah. all, and all the grognards and all the, you know, malcontents who wanted to stay in the past. You know, Gro- grognards. Grognards are you know what that you never heard that term? I've never heard that term. No. So grognards are uh, uh, usually it's a term reserved for um, military uh, simulation type games, basically war games that get super deep into the details of each of the units and get in like they really enjoy rules that are incredibly complex that you know oh, what about uh the wear and tear on the tracks on that uh, abrams you know tank uh, that we gotta they they they're they're people who would like dwarf fortress okay yeah in, yeah as as granular as you can get yeah you know they really love those super complex sets because they they tend to mirror reality more than you know, you know, rule sets that are just based on a D six or something. Sure. Okay. Right. Micromanaging. So, yeah, yeah, they love that. They love right. that. Right. That's cool. So that's um, that's what Rock. a grog, a grognard is. Someone who appreciates grognard. you know a level of complexity or detail in their uh, military you know game. Sure. Okay. Right. So, uh, but I, I'm not probably using it when I, when I refer to Warhammer Fantasy players as grognards, but. But it was it was like a bloated, you know, overly complex system that just, you know, was dying and that people because it was complex and hard to get into and expensive to get into, people didn't want to play it. Yeah. It needed at the very least revision, but uh yeah. so, this worked out better. Well, we're all we're all better off of it. Okay, look at this. We've kind of turned this into an editorial. Oh, we, we went from oh, no, not, from, a, not an editorial, opinion piece. Okay. Well that's what it, that's what an editorial is. It's your editorial? opinion about yeah. the state of the current state of events. Isn't that, uh, hmm. yeah. Uh, what's the difference? Uh, I don't know. We should, yeah, that's, that's, I think that's fodder for a different podcast. Okay. Well, listen to the Grammar Girl podcast. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. <laughs> it's a podcast on, on grammar and, well, all right. and, and word usage. Um, okay. All right. So let's take a break. When we come back, um, we're going to talk about our game, which pitted the Death Guard versus the Iron Warriors. Chaos versus Chaos when we return. Imperial Guard, attack! I call the secrets of the machine. I call the secrets of the machine. I serve mankind. Our death will be magnificent! Our, 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 our death will be magnificent! We need a new driver! This one is dead! Okay, we're back. Chaos versus chaos. Doesn't happen that often because I'm an avowed Imperium player and you're an avowed chaos player, adversary player. <laughs> yeah, John, you, you always adversary. pick the adversary. I always pick the adversary. You, you always, rarely I, play Imperium. I, I've always really, I, I've always, guard. I've always enjoyed the villains more in stories. Okay, I always enjoyed the villains more. They always, right. they, they always had more deeper, more, deeper yes. flaws, and that always made them more compelling to me. I, I understand, totally understand. Okay, so I decided I wanted to play um, Chaos this time, right? Because yes. I love, I love my Iron Warrior army. Iron Warriors, Iron They're Warriors not are the best very, rule set, but they are sure good looking. They are a very cool army. Okay. Got good war and, good, and a good look. So why don't you tell us about your Death Guard list? All right. So 75 power level, Death Guard list, uh, Battalion Detachment, 
brought out the uh, Demon Prince of Nurgle uh, with a Hellforged Sword, a Plague Spewer, the Separating Plate, which is a two-plus uh, piece of armor that in if you uh, make a save in the fight phase on a four-plus, the unit that just hit you gets a mortal wound, which is just the goofiest. And wings. So, quite a guy. Uh, Ward of Contagion. Uh, he was the warlord with Tainted Regeneration. All the all the usual accoutrements of that unit. Uh, Malignant Playcaster. Who... Yeah, the Malignant Playcaster. Chaos Cultists. Uh, just 10 to fill out uh, power level. A uh, squad of 5 Plague Marines with 2 Blight Launchers, uh, 2 Bolters, and a Plasma Gun. Uh, Surgeon had a Power Fist. And... Uh, Poxwalkers, 20 of them. I also had five Blight Lord Terminators, each with combi bolters. One had a uh, Reaper Auto Cannon, um, but they all had the usual... Um, what, what, what goofy name did they give the axes? Bifidic? Bubotic. 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 You get the bu- <laughs> sure, like bubos. Like Bubon- you get the bubonic plague. Right. They, you know what bu- bubos are? They're like those raised things full of pus. They're like those little like pus... Uh, pustules that you oh, get. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are bubos. That's, ah, that's what bubos. the bubonic plague your body would get. Bubon. Full, oh. full of those things. Yeah, gross. Oh, that's super the, gross. Oh man, the when imagery, they burst all the infection. The imagery, comes the imagery out. for that weapon just got real even grosser. <laughs> oh. Death card is a really gross army. So you so you get bubos if you get cut by it. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, gross. Ugh. Gross. <laughs> right. Okay, so uh, had a tally man. Um, had a fetid bloat drone. With the uh, heavy blight launcher, had a mephitic blight hauler, and a chaos rhino with a combi melter, combi bolter, and havoc launcher. All right, nice. Is there anything special? Oh, the mephitic flight dro- blight uh, hauler needs three of them in order to do something special, right? No. Well, sort of. They get something for having, I think, three of them in a squad or something like that. I need to look at that again. Mm-hmm. But if you're within, se- if you're an infantry unit within seven inches. You um, have the benefit of the cover. Oh, nice. Okay, which doesn't really doesn't factor work. here. It doesn't factor because the Iron Warriors can, you can ignore cover. But uh, in general, in general, in general, that's a good. That's, that's a good. good that's thing. a good thing. Okay, is that your army? That is my army. All right. In order to combat this filth, uh, Chaos has decided to send in the Iron Warriors to clean up this mess called the Death Guard. <laughs> so they send in a Chaos Lord and Terminator armor. Mm-hmm. He had the tenacious survivor trait. Yeah. Uh, Comet plasma, flesh metal exoskeleton, uh, power sword. He was my warlord. Sorcerer and terminator armor with a combi plasma and force sword. Three units of chaos space marines. Two with heavy bolters and one with a las cannon. All right. So I got to explain myself. I really wanted to use units that we never use for chaos. And on paper, they didn't look all that great. But I thought I've never really played them, so I'm going to ignore what uh, the internet says, and I'm just going to use them. So I picked a set of mutilators. You don't know a unit until you try it. That's true. A few times. Right. So I went with mutilators, which are the uh, assault-based, no range weapons, the assault-based chaos fighters, really tough and really, you know, tanky. Mm -hmm. And then uh, for my fast attack, I went with raptors. there were six raptors in this group and a sergeant. Mm-hmm. There was three plasma guns among them. Uh, for heavy support, I had a chaos predator 
with the twin LAS cannons and then the two LAS cannon sponsons and the um, Havoc launcher and Combi Plasma. I had a Mauler Fiend. Again, that's another unit that we have. It hasn't seen a lot of play. Mm-hmm. Internet doesn't like it, but I thought, you know what? Internet doesn't know what it's talking about. Okay. All right. All right. So pull that guy out. Two magma cutters uh, and it's its usual other close combat weapons. And then a set of obliterators. Okay. And that's my 74 power level army. Yeah, a little bit experimental in there. Experimental. I wanted, indi- I wanted to use units that well, we never use. You're an individual. You make your own decisions. Yes. Sometimes to the detriment of me. <laughs> but sometimes to the benefit of me. Sometimes to the benefit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes to the benefit. So, uh, so we decided jointly yes. to play the open war cards because we hadn't played them in a while we kept rolling not open war which was getting a little annoying i know um, we love the some, open war cards they're Those, so fun yeah they're great and they didn't disappoint this time either right so um, uh the deployment was interesting the yes. deployment was it was uh the edges of the table for army a yeah and the middle of the table for army b not all the just two edges of the table two two, two edges of the table right two, two edges, edges on opposite table. sides right uh, on opposite sides for army a and then army b got uh, a, big, like a, a big, 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 big rectangle in the middle yeah okay so that was the deployment zone which is interesting yeah okay uh the objective was that each side had one objective marker and they could put it into their deployment zone mm-hmm. right had to be six inches from the table edge yeah but apart from that it was in their deployment zone and the first player to control both objective markers at the end of their opponent's turn won the game. Mm-hmm. There was no limit on turns. Yep. Right? None of this, you know, Warlord or First Blood stuff. It was like whoever no. controls the two objective markers. That, the game just ends. The name of the mission was Invasion. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was great because it encouraged like a real aggressive play style. So. Totally. Uh, the twist in this case was called Eager to Fight. And uh, all the units uh, had plus two inches on their movement characteristics. That's crazy. Which is great. And then you get plus one on your advance and charge rolls. It's even crazier because we both had kind of a salty armies. Yeah. So we thought, whoa. Oh, man. Yeah. This, this is going to turn the, into this giant is, fights. This game's going to be fast so either way. <laughs> uh, we also drew the ruse because uh, I had one point less. So I get to take advantage of the ruse. Mm. And the ruse in this case was that if my units were stationary, they get to act as if they're in cover, no matter whether or not they're in cover. That wasn't that great for this one just because right, everyone was moving around so often moving around because you had to grab the other guy's objective and keep right. your own objective safe right yeah. so, so it wasn't it didn't turn out to be a great uh ruse uh characteristic but it was still kind of fun to have yeah i got to pick the uh deployment yes and uh you, we deployed you know and you ended up uh, going first and I failed to, after I failed to seize. Yes, and that ended up being critical for my turn one. Right, so maybe talk a little uh, bit about your deployment and then we get into okay. your turn one. Okay, so, so how, did deploy- how did you deploy? My deployment, rather, I had the option of putting my um, objective on top of uh, fairly hard, the cathedral structure that we have. Uh, it's very difficult to get up there except for flying units. Uh, but uh, the only thing that I really had viable that could have guarded it uh, would have been cultists. And I figured... All he would need to do was shoot him down, and then he could just deep strike in some raptors in a game. That's it. So, bad idea. So, I figured the center, where there's not a lot of cover, no technically, by the rules, no cover at all. But um, I started with 20 poxwalkers. And the rest of my units, uh, the terminators I had in deep strike, but the rest of my units, I pretty much crowded right up to the edge of where he put his... Um, 
as close as I could get to his objective. Yeah. Because I just wanted to concentrate as much force as possible at, to getting that objective and putting him on the defensive as, as quickly as possible. Right. Um, and I figured since we had extra movement, that would help. On one, I had two table edges to deploy from, and I I split up my army. I put um, five Chaos Space Marines and one Mauler Fiend on one table edge. Yeah. Uh, because they were in clear sight of one of the objectives, the poxwalker, the poxwalkers, oh, the poxwalkers guarding guarding the objectives, the objectives in the yeah. middle of the of the field, and then on top of this gantry mm-hmm. where the second where my objective was, I put uh, two units of chaos space marines plus the obliterators plus my chaos lord, and not too far away from them was my chaos predator, and your raptors were in deep. Strike. And my raptors uh, and sorcerer or were, sorcery, yeah. were in deep strike. Uh, were, they were in reserve. Yeah, they're in reserve. Okay, so uh, your turn one. How'd it go? Uh, my turn one. So my turn one, Demon Prince and the uh, Bolt Drone both fly onto the platform where your um, where your objective was. Two squads of Chaos Space Marines, uh, three Obliterators, <laughs> and the Chaos Ward himself are guarding it. Um, so, oh, and uh, my Mephitic Blight Hauler and my rhino both zoo like zoomed right in front of your uh chaos predator chaos predator yeah so i was right i was trying to get right in your face as quick as possible the demon prince killed a squad i believe right off the bat with a combination of a smite and his uh plague flamethrower weapon that thing that thing is crazy yeah, to give it a, just, a it freaking just, a demon uh, giving a demon like a demon prince that it's uh it's like a hot butter through chaos knives chaos or otherwise that, either way, either way. that didn't that didn't quite work um <laughs> a hot knife through chaos butter there, there you go. we go <laughs> um yeah there were iron warrior parts everywhere there. iron warrior parts yeah it was it was not it was not a pretty sight no the boy the fetid bolt drone fired some shots at your obliterators killed one of them i believe yep kill um the demon prince assaulted one squad the other squad the surviving squad i should say of uh space marine chaos space marines and killed three if i remember correctly yep now the real the real fun stuff happened with the uh blight hauler and the chaos rhino with the combi melta that i put on it um, Didn't because I've, I've not seen a Kami Melta on a on a, a uh, gate, Rhino. Battlescribe gave me the option. I, right. ju- I no, just, I, don't, I, I don't. I don't believe. I mean, I don't doubt that it's an option. I, I took it. I've never seen it before. Yeah. I, but I was like, yeah, why not? Sure. Trano was right. The call. It was right call. Yep. Because I just barely managed, <laughs> barely managed to kill it in one turn. So you killed my toughness seven six las cannon six uh, four. 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 No. Line. Yeah, it's four. Four last cannons. Four, four last cannons. but a three up. That's still... Ugh. Oh, yeah. So that was, that was a heavy loss. Yeah. So I took, I took major losses that this turn. I lost one unit of Chaos Space Marines plus another three Space Marines. I lost one Obliterator, and I lost my Chaos Predator all in that first turn. Yes, and you, I was attacking your objective. And you're attacking, yeah, you're basically sitting on my objective. Yeah. Right, so um, not a great first turn for me. So, well, well, I mean, that was your that was your turn. That was my turn one. Your yeah. turn one. Um, yes, I my job was like okay. I'm I I recognized that it was I was likely going to get killed off of my objective because um, you just had too much heavy weaponry up there, 
And um, having split my army, I just wasn't going to be able to do much. So I teleported in um, my my raptors near your pox walkers and sorcerer. along with the sorcerer. Yeah. And also the mutilators came in. They also mm-hmm. had the ability to deep strike. The um, chaos space marines that were near them fired at them. Um, I think may have killed one. Mm-hmm. The Mauler fiend ran up. The uh, fire raptors um, managed to get into combat with them, but the sorcerer and the mutilators did not. Well, the sorcerer he, used warp time on the raptors. Then. Oh yeah, the sorcerer did use warp time on the raptors to basically get them to move up. So always useful that ability. Yeah, that was that's a great. You know, it's an underrated uh, yeah. spell. I I would. Uh, mm, I'm not sure it's. Under, I think everyone. I think everyone likes that spell. Oh, okay. Um, at, at least chaos players like. Well, it's great. Uh, like I I took uh, the the one that takes away in one saves the deck. Death Hex. Death Hex, yeah. And uh, Warp Time. Uh, two great powers. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, the the Dark Hereticus. Yeah, this great, one, great, great. A little, little side note, like, it's really good. Yeah, really great powers. Yeah. Um. So, well, Warp Time's great because it allows uh, the unit that's affected by it to move again a second time. Yeah. As if they were in the movement phase again. So, the, basically, the Fire Raptors ran right up to the uh, Pogs mm-hmm. Walkers. Um, okay. I for sure thought that the combination of Fire Raptors and Mauler Fiend was going to kill the Poxwalkers. There's 20 of them. There's 20 of them, yes. The problem is that they are disgustingly resilient. Disgustingly resilient. <laughs> the Mauler Fiend was a just terrible unit the entire game. Yeah, it was It was very much a disappointment. Literally killed one Space Marine the entire game. It was... It was it was terrible. It kept it kept flubbing. It yeah, kept, I, it kept, I I kept uh, I rolled terribly with it. I either was was missing with it's okay. For let's talk about it. Four. It's got four attacks. Right. Doesn't have any. It, it's got two long range weapons like pistol range weapons, the magma cutters, which are pretty strong, but overkill when you're going after pox walkers, right? Um, but it only has four attacks, and then it hits on a four plus. That's not great for such an expensive unit. It, it's supposed to be good in close combat. Yeah. You know, if it had either had more attacks or if it could hit on a three up at a weapon skill three, then it'd be worth the cost. But it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> I can't. And even, yeah. even the few attacks that I would be able to actually hit and wound you on, you always made your saves. I always made my saves. You made fives left and right. You made so many fives. <laughs> the pox lockers just kept going, man. Yeah. That this whole disgustingly resilient was disgusting. You just kept making that five up, five up, five up. So I think I killed something like three. No, no, I, I think that first turn I killed eight of them. I expected yeah. to kill 20 of them. No, not even. Not no, even, not, not even, even close. Not even close. The combination yeah. of fire raptors, I mean, I mean the, the raptors and the... Uh, everybody they, 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 were going, they were going down. They just weren't going down nearly fast enough. Right, right. <laughs> just, it, it didn't work. Yeah. It didn't work. Did not work. No. So, okay. So I had an underwhelming first turn. And I think I put one uh, wound on your demon prince with my uh, space marines that were in combat with it. Yeah. Um, and that was... Oh, and I also ran my, my uh, Chaos Lord to the second objective just so that he would sit there and contest it so that you wouldn't be able to take it over. Sure. Yeah. So that was my turn one. Not, not great. All right. My turn two. Uh, my turn two, I basically... I teleported in uh, my terminators and my uh, ward of contagion and they were positioned so that they could get into an assault with either the mauler fiend or the uh or the raptors depending on what they needed to do 
Um, but in terms of shooting, I spent the entire I spent pretty much spent the entire turn pouring a bunch of firepower into two obliterators. Those things are tough, man. Those things are tough. Like three wounds each, uh, two plus armor. Yeah. You had them in cover, so they like they that nullified uh, some of the AP. That mm, that was tough to yeah, take them down. It, it took most, if not all, your firepower to finally kill them. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, much. I think you had one Havoc launcher left. I had a, ha- I had a Havoc <laughs> launcher left and yeah. my cultists. Right. <laughs> we were out of range. We're out of range anyway, so yeah. it doesn't matter. So you, you kill my obliterators that, that I turn. Kill, and so that was pr- kind of underwhelming. But uh, I had positioned my Terminator, so at least that was something. Yeah, that was good. All right, so my turn two. Uh, the Fire Raptors uh, went in and... Uh, the, yeah, go ahead. Go Sorry, ahead. Uh, yeah. sm- small note. I did kill the rest of your... Uh, I killed your Chaos Ward. I believe. Yes, you did. I smote him. You smited him good. And uh, the rest of your, uh, the Chaos Space Marines. Yeah, we're up so there. I, so, I, so I finally cleared out the platform. Right. The, uh, so you, you now are clearly controlling that objective. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, the objective that was to start out in my deployment zone was now firmly in your control. Yes. Very being much guarded so. by a demon prince and the fetid bloat drone. Under good care, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> right. The uh, Raptors uh, and uh, the Space Marines and the Sorcerer uh, didn't, again, did not, during my turn, finish off the Poxwalkers because um, I think I reduced you down to seven or something. Or no, no, less than that. You, 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 no, no you, I reduced you to a lot. No, they you, didn't you, die. You killed them this turn. No, no, they didn't die. They didn't die in... Uh, Oh, that's right. Yeah, because you you had done that's the, right. turn of the turn of combat. You with, had attacked on my turn. You, you had attacked me during your turn one. Yeah, during your turn two. Sorry, and then um, I finished him off in my turn two. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so they actually able they, they able finally finished him off. Finished him off. So I was able to take control of that objective. Yeah. Okay, so I consolidated and I moved toward your terminators with my raptors, and mm-hmm. my um, mutilators moved toward your chaos space marines with the tally man. And your right, and my Mauler fiend yeah. got warp timed, and he moved up right up to your uh, Chaos Space Marines and the Mephitic Blight Hauler, the Plague Marines. Yeah, 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 the, yeah, the Plague Marines. Right. So uh, again, my uh, stupid Mauler fiend did nothing, <laughs> just no, nothing. No, no, horrible. No, we killed a Marine. We we, we noted oh, right. that because he killed one Marine. <laughs> that was he his eye one Marine. That, he, that was that was that his, was his pick his charge. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he killed one. That was Marine. his contribution. Um, uh, and, yeah. and, the, well, uh, and and with the nine attacks unit. from the mutilators, I believe you killed another Marine. Uh, yeah. So because yes, rolling rolling those disgustingly resilient rolls. Like yeah, crazy. Yeah, there were they, you you were kept making them. So things didn't look good uh, at the end of my my. Turn. I killed him. Yeah, I killed the mutilator if I remember correctly. Uh, yes, you did. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So um, what happened in your turn? My turn. So my turn. I move up my terminators. Obviously, to fire raptors are there. So I figured I could. Um, you were in a position where I could uh, multi assault your um, Mauler fiend and your raptors. So I figured, oh, I might try to do that. Um, I moved. I flew my fetid bullet drone onto the objective so I can put my demon prince. In a position to charge the Mauler fiend, uh, I positioned my ward of contagion so he could uh, charge the Mauler fiend. Uh, I then, in a stroke of amazing luck, with a very excellent smite roll, rolled uh, an eleven to smite, 
and then on the D6, uh, Mortal Wounds got six and killed, killed my mutilators. mutilators outright. With one psychic <laughs> blast. Oh, yeah. It scanners. <laughs> it was. Scanners, their head just burst. No scanners, their heads blew apart. And yep, yep. Psychic powers are pretty good against, uh, you know, two plus armor save dudes. <laughs> they are They are pretty good. Right. Um, so, so that was great. And the um, combined firepower from the Terminators and from the Chaos Rhino. Uh, there, was an, there was another unit, I believe. The Mephitic Blight. No, no, no. The Blight Hall was out of combat. Or it was in combat at that point. So it was just the Terminators and the, um, the Rhino. But their combined firepower reduced your fire raptors significantly. Yeah, my raptors had were down to one at, at the end yeah. of that turn. Oh, and, and the um, bullet drone. Right. Bullet drone. Bullet drone. Those, so from those three units, you just had one fire raptor left. So and at, then I charged your yes. Mauer Fiend. Uh, and through the combined efforts of just a whole host of units, with the Lord of Contagion landing the final decisive blow, the Mauer Fiend was no more. And then in final insult to injury, it did not blow up. It was as, That would have been something. It was as it ineffective been, it would, in it, life as it was in death. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. That would have been its saving grace if it had just, you know, spread a bunch of D3 mortal wounds you, all around. Couldn't even die, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm going to go back and look and to see if it was in a stratagem that allowed me to blow it up on purpose. Maybe. I know Chaos. I know they're not Chaos. I know uh, the Nurgle guys did, but it was some some sort of Pustule-related thing. Yeah. Well, that, it's who knows. So, I mean, no, I mean, but you know what? I, I was could. down to one, one command point left anyway because I was using command points left and right to just try yeah. to hold on and but salvage it, but at know. that point it would have been worth it. yeah oh i actually did use it to do a re-roll you did use it to re-roll the, i used yeah. my last command point to, to do a re-roll on the explosion on the explosion and i failed and to failed. get a six so anyway it died ignominiously again uh, even with a second chance yeah <laughs> at that uh, point i i realized that i had my turn three started and then i realized i had six uh, had models a, on the table yeah a fire i had four uh four iron warrior space marines i had a sorcerer and i had one raptor Yep. And at that point, facing your pretty much your entire army, I decided mm-hmm. I it's time to call it. So we called it a draw. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. Okay. There he is. You can see it at that turn three. The forces of filth won forces this time. Filth. They the, won this time. Those dirty boys. So Death Guard beat the Iron Warriors in three turns. Um, um, it was a fun game. It, it, as, it was a little frustrating though because, as it turns uh, out, cleanliness not close to godliness. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the filthy five is what I'm going to call this game because that's all you kept rolling those filthy fives all night long. It was uh, I've never seen so many fives in one game. You needed you yeah. needed fives for your yeah. disgustingly resilient. And you I, rolled I, it I, like I, a madman. I kept I kept getting those fives. Yep. I don't know how I kept getting those fives. That with a spectacular first turn that sort of illuminated probably the biggest threat I would say yeah in your entire army the two the two things that I think made big difference was uh one you got to re-roll uh you had a lot of plague weapons and you got to re-roll ones whenever you hit with plague weapons and then two uh was the the disgustingly resilient that really helped you a lot Nurgle's got some hardy boys they do they, they, I mean they, they do Iron Warriors are kind of generic I mean they're good as a shooting army there turns out they're not great as an assault based army no um, and so I shouldn't have played them that way. Also, the monitoring was terrible. Just terrible. Real bad. Mutilators were overpriced for what they are. Uh, yeah. I, you know, even in combat, they would have been interesting, I think, because they have a unique ability to... to you, 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 they have flesh metal weapons, which yeah. means that in melee, 
it's their base strength plus D3, and you yeah. roll a D3. And so and there's then, a lot of variables in their stats. Yes, their AP value is a D3. You roll that yeah, yeah, to see yeah, what AP their minus, minus AP yeah. was, and yeah, then yeah. their damage is a D3. D3. It's kind of cool. I kind of like it. Um, I don't think mutilators are, are necessarily terrible. To, to be fair to the poor mutilators, however, they were going up against maybe one of the toughest armies in the entire game. Yes. Oh, and also, the, but, but they're, okay, they've got the ability to deep strike, right? But they're still nine inches away. Yeah, that's the problem. Their 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 killer. The thing that really cripples them is that they only have a, a movement of four. Mm-hmm. So you know, luckily we had this rule that gave them yeah, two extra two, inches two in their inches. move characteristic. But otherwise, that's like that's terrible. Yeah, in terms of you're uh, not gonna be able to move. And you want you want to go with obliterators every time. Go with the, of, yeah, obliterators are great because they got range, but uh, yeah. not even great ranges. They got twenty four inch range. Still, but they they make up for it with the deep striking stuff. Yeah, because they can they can they can easily they can get in, they can easily get in the mid range. Yeah, true, uh, true. wherever they are. So yeah, it's like yeah. So I we, okay, folks, uh, mutilators and malarfians are not great. That's that's what I, that's, that's my what take learned. away from this this game. Uh, and yeah. the death guard are just tough as nails. Yeah, yeah. We should, I, we, should I, do, we should do death guard versus necrons. That would be good. The battle of the battle of the tough guys. <laughs> <laughs> the battle of the tough guys. Yeah, exactly. How and tough t- am t- I? <laughs> I'm, I am tougher. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I ate a bowl of nails for breakfast today. So what? <laughs> I Without made any milk. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think on that note, we're going to call it. All right. Yep. This was episode 60. We encourage you to send us email. Let us know what you think. Uh, what armies are you playing these days? What do you find to be the best and worst units you have in your armies? Mm-hmm. Send us an email at the eye of terror podcast at gmail.com. And we will gladly uh, read some of those, uh, those results. Other than that, please subscribe. We're available wherever great, great podcasts are available. Apple, Google, SoundCloud, anywhere you can get a podcast. Uh, until then, I'm George. And I'm Alec. And we play 40K. We'll see you guys soon. Thank you.